Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared. And I'm Craig. How's it going, man? Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Doing good. When yeah. are you getting that haircut? Well, I got a hat on right now, so yeah, you, you can't see. I, I uh, probably this week. Very yeah, nice. I, I don't know if I'll get it done by uh, if, if I'll appear with new a new uh, hairstyle on yeah. Sunday uh, morning it, but in celebration. Of in celebration, hair. yeah. But I don't, I'm not going back as short as I used to have it. I'm yeah. going to go a little bit longer. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be nice to see you with that man bun. It'll be good. <laughs> Are you so? Well, every, you never know. That's true. Every time I go and get a haircut, there's always like the option to to like do you know the upgraded oh, haircut yeah. where you can get like your hair washed yeah, yeah, and yeah. like there's always like a head massage or something oh, like sure. that i just feel like for all of us gentlemen who are just kind of like we always poo poo that kind of yeah. thing like ah eh, that's for women eh, yeah, yeah. whatever we really should just go ahead and spring for it this time well huh? this time yeah, yeah. I, i'm i'm guessing that special treatment they're not interested i think it's high volume they're interested they the opportunity <laughs> to do so many heads right now yeah. uh people so many haircuts. well that opens up a bigger topic to open up and that's things are opening up. That's true. I, I'm a little observation. I get out and about a little bit here and there, and I think things are changing for better mm-hmm. or for worse. I'm not going to state my position, how I answered the survey. So <laughs> whether I think it's good or bad, but I will, I will say it's happening. Yeah. And uh, I was on a walk. Um, you know, I live around where the church is, the church mm-hmm. building is. And so I was on a walk and I was walking over by, uh, I don't know what it's called. I should know, like the Frisco Market, a Fresh Market, Open yeah. Market. You know, is yeah. it, what's that called? The Fris- I think it's just the Frisco Fresh Market. Okay. Fris- I, I was know. walking by there on Saturday. Whoa. People were there. Was it packed? Packed. And lots of folks left their mask at home. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just packed. And I've just been some other places where I'm seeing a lot of people out. So I don't know if things are... Things are, um, if people are venturing out a little bit and kind of testing yeah. the waters. But, you know, we just shared last week that we went ahead and made our plan. We kind of went middle of the road. Some churches are open right now on Sunday mornings and meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and some won't be for a while. But we went ahead and just committed to uh, the first Sunday of June, uh, which is the 7th, I think. So yeah. we felt like based on where the church was, that was kind of a middle middle, middle road, yeah. realizing that some people won't be back then because they because maybe they're in the vulnerable population or yeah. don't feel safe, which yeah. is totally fine and yeah. want to wait. Um, and others will be saying, hey, we're, we're all in. So it'll, it'll be a mix. We'll continue the, yeah. you know, the video and everything. But anyway, so as I was just observing things are opening up, I was thinking by June 7th, there may even be more people out and about. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. What the, I, 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 there may be a greater comfort level since the May 1st opening, mm-hmm. uh, the governor's opening, if there's not a spike. Now, if there's a spike, I guess things will pull back. I don't know. I guess we'll pull back. But yeah. uh, people, I mean, I'm not saying Grace Church. Well, we could, but I'm talking about the cultural right. yeah. pull back a little bit. Yeah, it definitely seems like people are getting a little more comfortable being out. And I think probably the majority of people uh, are just feeling cooped up. Even if yeah. they are afraid, they're really feeling it, I think, Yeah, being cooped by this up. point, yeah. Um, you know, then there are some introverts who, you know. Do they, we have to go back? They've been having the time of their <laughs> yeah, life. No but, doubt. Um, yeah, I, I do feel like the most, most of the people probably are just at this point feeling cooped up. Yeah feeling refreshed to get out, even if it is a little weird. Yeah. Because it kind of is. I mean, yeah. even from the beginning, I remember going, you know, stopping at Target or something. There's just yeah, like well, this weird it, feeling. It's, it's weird. like this low-level anxiety. There is. Know. It's really interesting. It, 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 Yeah, same thing. When I've been out, it is, there's just this feeling in the air. So I yeah. think, but I think that's going to, especially with the nice, nice weather, people oh, getting yeah. out. Yeah, people uh, yeah, it's already feeling different. 
uh, it is. you know, recently. So I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I was at the park on Saturday. Yeah. At Frisco Commons Park. Nice. Uh, taking some pictures of some people and there the place was packed. Oh, wow. Uh, and, you know, the, the playground was closed. Can't play on the swings. Sure. Can't do that kind of stuff. But everyone's out throwing a ball, yeah. throwing a Frisbee, hanging out. I saw several people with like those pop-up tents. Oh, yeah. Just having like kind of a, a picnic kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. It's like people are desperate to get out and get they together. They are. So. Yeah. And you better get out and get it because in Texas, it, the window is short. Yeah, that's for where right. you, I mean, it's, you know. The grass is green for only a month. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday I was out. It was like, I don't know, 75 and sunny. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like this is, uh, you better get it better get it while the getting's good. So. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, it, it, it is interesting. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah. we're back. Yeah, we're back in Daniel this week, by the way. Yeah, that's going to be good, going man. To I was going to speak. Uh, I, I obviously didn't do it for Mother's Day, but. I had a, I was thinking about speaking about apocalyptic motherhood, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and after being in your home for two months, I had a vision of beasts. They were your (laughs) husband and your children, ladies. The the beast came up from the sofa, you know. (laughs) <laughs> with the head of a pig <laughs> walking to the fridge or whatever. That's I don't so know. Funny. But uh, yeah. Good. So, but I decided we didn't go apocalyptic motherhood, but we are back uh, this week. And um, so there you go. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I've been enjoying it. I think it's fun. I know that you've stated previously that you've stayed away from apocalyptic yeah. uh, literature in the Bible before, but, um, for teaching off a reading. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 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 You're not just like, like, Oh, Oh, I did the year through the Bible, except (laughs) Daniel, Ezekiel, Revelation, and a few chapters when Jesus talked about the end of the world. I just don't read that stuff, man. (laughs) It just confuses me. (laughs) What is, so I I don't know if you want to share, but like, what has been your experience of finally, you know, studying to preach that? Well, you know, after I said that, I thought, well, that's not technically true. Cause I have taught like the two I've taught it years ago, Revelation, four and five, the visions of heavenly worship. Mm-hmm. That was more about Christ and the lamb and yeah. it w- wasn't about uh, dates and in the end of the world. Uh, and, I, and I've taught the um, like Revelation 21 as well, but that's, we got past all the end times and we're in yeah. the new heaven and new earth by that point. So I haven't done the kind of other stuff. Uh, so it's been good. I, I think uh, in studying what, what I've come away with, and this will lead in maybe a little bit to what we're going to talk about today, but what I've, what I've come away with is you just save yourself a lot of grief and it's a lot more edifying to major on the clear parts mm-hmm. and to consider the ports that aren't as, as, as clear yep. and where there's a much greater variety of uh, historical interpretation, scholarly interpretation uh, as well. So it's, it's safer on those to say, you know, I'm not as sure this could be this, but this is what we know for sure. So that's kind of the approach I've taken. And, yeah. um, and I think that, therefore, it's edifying. How are we not going to be edified looking at Christ, looking at how God's kingdom rules over all kingdoms? That's always yeah. going to be a win, right? Yeah. But some of the speculative stuff, not so much. So I've, I've spent a lot of time reading various approaches, and there are a lot. Uh, the the passage we'll do this Sunday, there are a ton of approaches to the 70 weeks and how yeah. to view the last, the last week. And, it, it you know, so that's a, that's a big breakdown between dispensationalism yeah. and, and all other isms. Yeah. Um, of uh, eschatology, but yeah. at any rate, um, so that's been that's been interesting. Just to, and to do it at this time is interesting yeah. because oh, we're sure. in an apocalyptic uh, sort of environment. Yes, it, like more like uh, Y two when Y two K was. Yes, coming. oh, it's that's that so true. Yeah, it is exactly like that. Very similar. Um, 
one of the things that I've thought about uh, as you've been going through Daniel and kind of starting to touch on the apocalyptic yeah. aspects uh, was a sermon series I listened to from uh, Vody Bauckham. Yeah. Who, he went through Revelation. Oh, yeah. And one of the things he stated that really struck me was that we have a temptation to look at Revelation and and also Daniel. Right. Um, as though it's a puzzle book. Yeah. And he was saying, uh, you know, we have to not look at it that way. We need to look at it like it's a picture book. It's showing yeah. us a picture of Christ. And what right. is it showing us about Christ That's and good. about God? And that was just really helpful to remember, like what you're saying, like what's, what's the focus, what's yeah. the major, what's the, the primary theme of all of it is right. like God wins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and that suffering's limited, yes. suffering's real, but limited. So yeah. all the numbers and the limitations, you know, the three and a half years or whatever it is, all these various uh, time times and half a time is the one in Daniel. So I, all those have to do with, uh, I think, ultimately a picture of uh, the limitation of suffering so that those who are suffering are comforted knowing uh, that there's a, this is brief and yeah. uh, the, the ultimate kingdom uh, will come in the return of Christ. And that's what we have to look forward to. Now, they may not understand that fully in Daniel, but, th- but they would have understood at that time, the first readers, that uh, God's in control and suffering yeah. has a limitation. Yeah. And so I, I think that's helpful. It's great. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, one thing, Jared, was, uh, can we talk about conspiracy theories? I would love that. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I wanted to do. I wanted to mention conspiracy theories on one Sunday, and then I wanted to mention antichrist theories, antichrist theories on one <laughs> Sunday, and then I just wanted to move along oh, and just, yeah. just be, live my life. That's good, man. But uh, I can't because I, I, I keep seeing stuff. And um, so I've read a number of articles mm-hmm. in the last month have come out several on Christianity Today and the Gospel Coalition, and I haven't gone searching for them, so I'm sure other places as well, uh, from reliable Christian sources. I would consider those two sources, uh, you know, generally helpful, uh, Orthodox Christian, you know. And um, so in both cases, they're just talking about the... the, the the amount of conspiracy theories that Christians are passing on during this day. Yeah. And then, Jared, I really did it. I, I, uh, I did something that just convinced me I have to raise this again. And uh, what I did was, <laughs> you might not be ready for this one, but <laughs> I got on TikTok. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Now, are you That's... on TikTok? No. Okay. You... I'm too old. No, no. See, that <laughs> is the perception. During Here's what I thought. See, I thought it was the reason I never got on it is because I thought it was tweens doing dances. Yeah, it's like thirteen-year-olds, right? That was Musically, which was the the app before. But once once that app turned into TikTok, what I understand and, and what has happened, as I understand, is that during the lockdown, it has taken off oh, among people my age. There's a lot of people my age on there, so the old people are going to, the boomers are going to ruin it just like they did Facebook. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> now, man, so in like 10 days, you're going to have a million followers. Well, yeah, I'm, have... I don't have an account. I'm just a viewer, but oh, I am okay. working on some dance moves. So you don't have to have an account no, to see No, see, it. it's not like Facebook. You can just wow. scroll. Okay, so here's what I did. So somehow there's a, <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but what happened was there's, if you just scroll and view, mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's foul stuff, I should give sure. a warning. It's, it's, it's not as uh, at least it's not it's not as clean as the Twitter 
I, I, cause in Twitter, I follow people or on Instagram, you follow people. This, yeah. you can just stream the for you uh, yeah. column, which just shows you all kinds of people. Well, at any rate, I'm, I'm telling way too long of a story at any rate. <laughs> uh, there's an algorithm, whatever you look at, it'll show you more stuff like that. And I made a mistake. Somehow there's a whole Christian TikTok world. I knew nothing about it. It's not dances. It's theology and, mm. and panic. So, uh, so anyway, I went on there and I watched one about the rapture. Well, I watched it till the end and I think you can only go 60 seconds. I don't know, but then I watched it again. So then they know, Oh, this guy likes this kind of stuff. So then I get another one and another one and I'm just drawn in like driving by oh, yeah. it, it's, it's left behind to, to the hundredth degree. And I, I mean, when I see someone explaining that they know for sure what the mark of the beast is and it has to do with the vaccine, I mean, it's like driving by a car wreck. I got to look at that. I just cannot <laughs> scroll. I got to look at that. Yeah, man. And so, so it's un- the amount of people that are speculating on the mark of the beast, who the Antichrist, all the stuff I was saying and giving examples from the 70s, it's alive and well. And it was, and there's a lot of young people. These were college people that could be doing so much good for the kingdom, speculating on conspiracy theories mm. and communicating that as the message of Christianity. Yeah. The, and so that concerned me. I'm kind of making, I'm not going to tell you all the stuff I saw, but that sure. kind of concerned me. And it made me think, you know, this is not, I want to talk about this a little bit more. So probably most of the people that listen to this, I don't know if they're on TikTok or not, but, uh, but it's, it's, in, but I, I go with your own. I will, I just need to give a, a warning. There is a lot of stuff that's not uh, helpful on there. And then it is kind of addicting because you can just scroll and yeah. see all kinds of, and there's some funny stuff, et cetera, but it's not just dances, but it's very, what I don't watch any dances. So it's not all about that. I thought that's what it was. Cause but. you, you hate dancing. Well, I'm going to come up with some moves. So I'm going to be the, yeah, I'm going to be a TikTok champion. That's you know? great, man. Yeah. I can't wait. You have to let me know. So I can, I'll let you know I'll when I'm on you. there. I'll let you know when I'm on there doing some uh, dances. So uh, yeah, I'll bring, we can back, probably go I'll bring back salty. Do you know who that was? Yes. The salter guy. Yeah. I'll bring him back for a new generation. That's good, man. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, here are some of the, let's talk a little bit. Here are some of the theories that are out there. All and right. I don't, I don't want to delve into them um, necessarily. I think you kind of do, though. Yeah. Uh, Self-control, though. Okay. <laughs> so there's the 5G, when I mentioned that in the sermon. That, yes. That the 5G, somehow that technology is causing the coronavirus. Uh, Bill Gates is huge in the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge. Um, so basically, uh, he he is uh, trying to get everyone vaccinated and traced and controlled, etc. Uh, one is that it was not from a lab in China, like being researched, but it was actually a biological weapon from China, yeah. to which China responds. Did you know this? They are saying the U.S. military brought it into China. So we say it's the Chinese. They say it's us. Those mm-hmm. are theories. Um, some are saying it has to do with ge- uh, GMC, ge- ge- genetically modified crops, that gen- genetically modified crops, which I think are the source of all evil, mm. probably. That, that's, that has something to do with it, uh, and I didn't dip into all the details. Another classic one is that it does not exist. There is no coronavirus. This would kind of be like they do down in Austin, whatever, what's Alex what, Jones or whatever. Mm. So this is, it does not exist. There is no coronavirus. It is the global, uh, the glo- globalist elite uh, taking away our freedoms. Um, one is that it's the work of the deep state to overthrow uh, Trump, and that of course that that's being promoted on Christian webs on a Christian website. Dr. Fauci would be the one who's part of the deep state overthrowing Trump. Mm. Uh, one is that big pharma is behind the whole thing. Yes, big, big pharma. Of course. So. 
Could one of those be true? Sure. One of those could be true that I just read. All of them can't be true. Um, and if, if more than one of them appears on your timeline, uh, the, the, actually, I hope none of them appear on your uh, on your what you're publishing. But those can't <laughs> all be true. And, and I would say this. You can't possibly prove any of those yeah. with credible evidence that would really stand. You really can't. You yeah. can speculate. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying for the sake of our listeners who believe one of those, I'm not saying that I have absolute proof that it's impossible any of what I just said yeah. could happen. Uh, but I am saying they can't all be true, and uh, and I shouldn't be passing on what I don't have credible, what there's not credible uh, evidence uh, for. And I get that there's a a level of distrust for the media. Yeah. And I guess get that there could be a level of distrust for government generally because people in power can abuse power. That's the history of the world. I, I get all that. But that doesn't mean that we should be gullible. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that we get a free pass because the media doesn't always tell the truth. Yeah. And because some media does tell the truth. There are reporters who have integrity. Sure. But just because some media doesn't tell the truth or is slanted or biased doesn't mean that I can pass on to other people false narratives. Yeah. That doesn't mean I can do that. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing about conspiracy theories that like personally, they frustrate the heck out of me mm -hmm. because one, you can't prove them true, right. but you also can't prove them false. Right. That's what makes them so That's interesting. why they have a shelf life. And yeah, exactly. Um, but when it comes down to it, if I don't know something is true, yeah. Just because it feels compelling or whatever. Yeah. I mean, what if, what if there's a conspiracy theory uh, about someone in our church? Yeah, right. And you go and right. spread that. You, yeah. You're lying about yeah, someone. No or you, you're running the chance of lying. If it is true, then at best, it's gossip. Yeah. So I just... At best. At best. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's not to say we shouldn't talk about cultural issues. Sure. You know, it's not gossip to say sure. that Hitler was bad and sure. that his policies were terrible. Sure. You know, that's not <laughs> gossip. It's You're talking right. about public information right. and stuff like that. The problem is, is you can't prove it right. You don't know that it's true. Right. Yeah. Um, and like you were saying, it's just, it, it feels um, so harmful to be spreading something that, you know, if it isn't true, which there's a strong possibility isn't right. true, that it's, it's going to lead people to really wrong conclusions. It's going to give people a really bad view of, you know, government. Right. And not that sure. you should have a great view of government yeah. right now, but there... You get it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think I think to to here's here's what we miss is just passing along theories like this online, for instance. Now, for you and me to sit down, you know, over a beverage and discuss, hey, did you hear this theory? What do you think about it? I, sure. that, that's a little bit different. But if you're, sure. you know, to 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 have a conversation, I'm not saying you can't have a conversation, but to spread these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're not necessarily innocent theories for a couple of reasons. One you raised, but here's here's another one is that I read, um, you know, in an article on the Gospel Coalition that, mm -hmm. uh, for instance, the 5G theory, which started in France, that, uh, they are, that there are people actually setting fires to cell towers. Wow. You know, now, are they responsible for being arsons? Of course they are. Yeah. But it was the spreading of misinformation that led to, yeah. the, you know, led to that. And actually, there have been telecom workers attacked, yeah. is what I read in a Gospel Coalition article. So at any rate, that kind there, there can be, in, in a time like this, there can be people, you know, your words can... Um, there, there can be situations where people get all, get all hyped up about yeah. something, I guess is what I'm saying. And then yeah. the other thing is when we pass along claims that we uh, 
cannot know if they're true or not. Um, we're slandering people as yeah. well. That, that's really important. You know, now we think because they're a media figure or they are a big pharma, so they're a, a big, you know, it, it seems faceless to us, or they are, um, you know, something something like that. We, we think that because we... Uh, y- that no one's harmed, that that's not really slander. But when we say something untrue about someone else um, that either intentionally or unintentionally damages their reputation, yeah, uh, that is slanderous. So yeah. here, here's a helpful verse on this, I think. Um, uh, Proverbs 6, um, 16 says, There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. So, um, the first, a lying tongue the Lord hates, a false witness, and one who sows discord among brothers. I, I think... Uh, the sort of public passing on of these types of things fit into those three for sure. Something yeah. that's potentially the Lord hates yeah. um, it, when we uh, when we do this uh, sort of thing. And so I, I think I, I think we shouldn't feel free yeah. to do that. So I think it, in some cases people can take misinformation and act harmfully. Again, yeah. maybe that's an extreme example about burning towers, or whatever. But okay, but yeah. so people can do that. Uh, number two, I think it's a it's slander. Number three, I think it affects our witness, yeah. and uh, we don't even see that. You know, we claim to be people of truth, um, and yet when we jump on and, and pass around false narratives, uh, we look silly, we look gullible, uh, we look anti-science at points, yeah. and just confirm the suspicion of the world that Christians don't believe in science, and yeah. we can we can sort of do that at times. Yeah. Uh, I, I think another thing as well is that we look hypocritical and inconsistent. It, a certain type of Christian does. If you are the type of Christian that's conservative and speaks about fake news, uh, yeah. that you believe that the media is controlled by the liberal left and that they are intentionally uh, spreading biased fake news, um, then you're doing the very same thing if you, uh, you know, spin one of these tales on your Facebook or, yeah. or promoting them. You're doing the very same thing you're accusing someone else of doing. Yeah. So it looks very inconsistent yeah, as sure. well. So I think it affects our our um, witness. Ed Stetzer, uh, who works at, I forget, he's an author, but he yeah. works at Wheaton. I forget what that's called, the Billy Graham Center of Evangelism, I think. Yeah, he's something in charge like that. Of that. Yeah, something like that at Wheaton. Uh, he has a couple of articles on Christianity Today about yeah. uh, about this topic of um, talking about conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. Christians, and he's actually calling people to one in one of his articles a few years ago. Is calling people to repent over yeah. spreading things that was I think back at PizzaGate or whatever. I don't remember, but he was telling people <laughs> to repent of spreading them. At any rate, yeah. he, he said he was quoting someone who was saying during Holy Week this week this year when what you were doing online was giving daily devotions. I appreciate that. You were doing our church's Holy Week. I forget what we called those. They were like a daily yeah, devotion. Yeah, it was like daily meditation. Yeah, I appreciated that. But he said a lot of people, he quoted someone who said, on my feed from Christians this week, what I am getting is all kinds of coronavirus conspiracy theories and then evidences for the resurrection. Right. So how does that look to people yeah. when you're doing 5G plus yep. proof of the empty tomb? Right. And those are your two yeah. big articles of the day? Yeah. Yeah. 
does anyone, yeah. it, it hinders your witness yeah. it, and our, our witness. Because yeah. I, could, I could do the same things. I don't want to say just you uh, to the, the listener. Sure. Uh, because I can get hyped yeah. up about something fake as well. But yeah. uh, I, I, we just got to be so careful yeah. that if we claim to be people of in truth, people of integrity, people that take our faith seriously and look at credible claims yeah. for our faith, uh, yeah. we need to not be trafficking in lies. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that raises a really good question. And I, I don't know how to phrase it in the, the way that it's in my brain, but it basically, you know, if you, what does it say about your view of Christ and his resurrection? Yeah. If you hold that with the same weight, if you're as sure about it as you are about conspiracy yeah, theory, right. are you basically saying that, you know, there's no way to prove the resurrection right? There's no way to prove yeah. it wrong. So I'm just going to believe it. Like that's yeah. not virtuous. That's it, not wise. Right. You don't come across as winsome. You don't come across as discerning. Yeah. Um, and another thing, I mean, you were talking about it, it tarnishes the Christian witness. I think it, it wraps up the gospel with, with all kinds of baggage that isn't scriptural. You know, if you're saying that as a Christian, I have to believe these conspiracy theorists, what happens to the person who saw that on your Facebook feed, maybe years later, hears the gospel for the first yeah. time and says to themselves, I'm not sure I can believe this because I, I guess I'd have to believe those conspiracy theories too. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it, absolutely. it equates things. It, it wraps <laughs> them up unnecessarily together. I honestly, like if you were, if you came to me or like, I don't know, I kind of, this one kind of strikes me, you know, this conspiracy theory, I don't know. Like, why can't we just hold those loosely? Why does it become gospel to us? You know, so important. Yeah, exactly. It becomes so important. And it, it's, it strikes me as unhealthy when yeah. it, when it becomes that way, you know. Yeah, and I would even say inadvertently, I think there's a glorification of Satan. That's a strong statement, but Ooh, I think I think that's true in in the case of the Antichrist conspiracy mm. theories, which have all been wrong. I said in a sermon, one day someone will I maybe get it, but right at some <laughs> point. But but they're always they've all been wrong, and yeah. so what it does is it takes people and creates a fascination with evil. And Mm. so there is, uh, like I told you, I went down the social media wormhole this week on that and just saw the, the videos being posted about, uh, who the antichrist is. And, uh, you know, even, even, uh, there's, there's this whole thing about, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's whole thing about taking, you know, letters have numerical value. There's a a way you can do coronavirus and it comes up to six, six, six. Have you ever seen that? Oh, we're doing numerology. It's (laughs) happening again. It happened in the (laughs) seventies with the late great planet or what? I don't know if it was in that book, but around that time it did. So that's happening again. So it's this fascination with evil, this fascination with the powers that are controlled. So the Bible says our battle is not with, against flesh and blood. Uh, the man of lawlessness will be revealed in clarity. We don't have to speculate. And all this kind of stuff is just, it's, it, incre- it, it, it has a fascination with evil. And so yeah. when that is your message, uh, there's as opposed to the glory of Christ being your message, the power yeah. of God, the sovereignty of God over yeah. all, the defeat of enemy of the enemy at the cross and resurrection, the returning Christ to bring His kingdom. I mean, 
Yeah, the demonic powers and the uh, the Antichrist and all the beast. This is all a footnote in yeah. terms of compared to the power and the glory of the Lord. And so it just it it inadvertently draws people to uh, you know a speculation in that way. And and some people yeah. say, well, that but it's the truth. And but it's a minor. It's it's an imbalanced approach to yeah. com- communicating the gospel. Uh, you don't see Paul Good. communicating, evangelizing that way. You don't see Jesus evangelizing. Now there yeah. is a sense of life is short, yeah. the days are evil, Christ is returning, you need to believe in, and you're, yeah. you have one life and it's limited, you could die tomorrow. That's yeah. fair, that's biblical. Yeah. But the idea of this is what's happening with uh, the vaccine and you better get, don't don't take the vaccine. I'm just seeing people say, don't take the vaccine, it's the mark of the beast. Th- this stuff is just not, does not promote Christ. If you if, Just take Christian off your social media label if you want to talk about that stuff, yeah. because I think it's it's it does damage to uh, to sensible people that yeah. want to that we're trying to communicate the gospel. To. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good, man. I just uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it I guess it would just really stink to me. I would hate to live my days so wrapped up in doubt and frustration fear. and fear and conspiracy and. You know, I mean, like you were saying, it's just like, what? Why would we be so afraid? Even if all these conspiracies, it's all true. Yeah. What if all of it is true? Yeah. Jesus is going to make all it, things new. Yeah. It does not you affect know? his does, reign and exactly. rule at all. Yes. It, it affects your blood pressure and your ability to sleep, but <laughs> it does right. not affect his rule and reign. That's you know, right. I was thinking about why are we tempted? Because I'm tempted, like anybody else, to believe. Uh, not some of these maybe, but, uh, but I don't make myself better because I can believe other false things about myself or yeah. about others, or, you know, we all can, you, there's always a motive or, or there's at least a reason for us wanting to believe false narratives yeah. about what's the good life about ourselves, about others. So we all can do that. But yeah. I think one of them is in this time is, is, uh, I think why they, why there's just a burgeoning of them during seasons like this or like Y2K would be the other time in my lifetime when they were big. They were big in the 70s too, but I was I was too young for that to know all that. But um, well, I knew some of them. Um, but you know, I think it's the uncertainty, yeah, of what's going to happen. Everybody's uncertain, and a conspiracy theory provides something to hang on to. You oh, know, that's this true. is the explanation. Yeah, this is why that's happening. Yeah. This was all created so that we would all, you know, whatever would happen. Yeah. Um, and I think it provides security. I have some knowledge. I yeah. have an explanation when things are unexplainable, where yeah. the the uh, highest levels of government are confused about what to do. The I'm not blaming anybody. That's just reality. The highest uh, healthcare uh, officials can, have made wrong predictions and will make wrong. You know, yeah. nobody controls this thing, so it's out of everybody's control. Yeah. And so, but here I have some certainty. And, and it's a simple answer. It's this person. It's that party. It's this organization. It's this industry. I have a simple explanation to a problem that's probably way more complex than that. <laughs> yeah. But it's simple. It's graspable. Uh, it makes sense. We want to, when, when we don't have control, we want things to make sense. When yeah. there's chaos, we want some kind of clarity. Yeah. And this provides it. Whereas I think biblically, God wants us to live a, a fair bit of life in chaos. A lot of life is chaos. A lot of life is unexplainable. A lot of life is outside of our control. And he wants to use that to run to him and trust him yeah. and rely solely upon him. Yeah. And so I think it undercuts. It, it provides a false uh, prop 
um, of of security as yeah. opposed to leading us uh, leading us to uh, to Christ. That's so good. I, I think that's I think that's one of the reasons. There's fear. There's yeah. uncertainty. And when I'm afraid, I want to grasp for something. Yeah. That holds me up, and uh, so yeah, this is one thing some people grasp for. Yeah, I think it's good that you say that because I think uh, what could easily be taken away from this is, or, or I mean, you know, some people might easily take yeah. away from a conversation sure. like, like we're having is, um, oh, you think people who believe conspiracy yeah. theories must be stupid? Yeah, and that's just not the case. No, I, not I, at all. You know, uh, you could be really that. not at all. We don't believe that at all. But what we do believe is we're all created to grasp for God to, mm-hmm. to lean on him for our security, for our hope, for, um, you know, in times of fear yeah. and the human temptation is to find a substitute. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really good. You raise that point. Yeah. And we all have those. So, it's, and, you know, there, we could be talking about another coronavirus substitute. We could be talking about Netflix, alcohol, yeah. uh, you know, what, yeah. what, what are we grasping for to give yeah. me some comfort? So, uh, but I think we could do that. And I do think, t- to be honest, if someone is really into one of these or all a b- bunch of these or fascinated by them or re- relying on them, I-, I do think to ask the honest question, is there fear in my heart motivating yeah. this at some level? And I would just say fear is understandable at yeah. this time. The temptation, the reality of fear is absolutely understandable um, because yeah. the world looks and feels so different. And um, so I get that, but I think just to ask, what's my motive? Why, why do I? Why do I? Am I drawn to this? Why do I have to go to that guy's YouTube channel and hear all the stuff he says? Why do I have to go to her blog? Why do I have to? What, what's the compelling thing that I'm looking yeah. for from that? So that's that takes it out of the area of these, which we started off. I'm not trying to mock anybody. We did start off being a little bit lighter about him, but mm-hmm. it takes it out of that realm and brings it to the heart level and yeah. says. What does what does it say about me, and how does the Lord want to meet me in this and provide something much, much greater yeah. uh, for me? And I, I think the other thing is the reason I think these are big in these days is, and this would be unique. This isn't just fear, but is because there's been a lot of loneliness, a lot of isolation, a lot yeah. of people. Not everybody. Some people are working more hours, but some people actually have a lot more time on their hands. So it's, yeah. it can be the kind of, I'm just delving into social media yeah. and I found something. And, yeah. You go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, go down the rabbit hole. And I just got, you know, some of it's boredom and I'm, yeah. I, I don't have anything to do. Oh, well, this is interesting. And this caught my, I mean, I, I, the whole beginning of this thing, I talked with some, some measure of muted enthusiasm about uh, the app TikTok, which I misunderstood. Uh, and when you <laughs> said it was little kids dancing, you, you misunderstood I guess it too. I misunderstood it's just changed. Too. It's it's just changed. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I I think that here's another thing. I think it's a substitute for genuine spiritual warfare. I mm. do believe in spiritual powers. I do believe there's a conspiracy yeah. of darkness against God and always has been. And yeah. I believe it animates people, societies, economic systems, cultures at all kinds of levels. So I believe all that stuff. Uh, and some of this is a cheap substitute uh, where I think the real answer to fighting principalities and powers is looking to Christ, uh, becoming more secure in the gospel, repenting of my sins, yeah. praying. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter said, you know, Satan has a plan for your life, and it doesn't have to do with vaccines and chips. It has to do with gluttony, anger, laziness. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's repenting from those things yeah. and trusting the Lord. That's my spiritual warfare. It's being That's strong good. in Scripture. Uh, and, and trusting there. So I believe in spiritual battle yeah. for sure. I think some of this is a cheap imitation mm. of, I, and, you know, of saying, Hey, I'm going to go and find out that knowledge and that'll yeah. be my, my 
part of the battle, as opposed That's to good, looking man. to Christ. Ephesians six: the armor of God isn't figure out who yeah. the Antichrist is. The armor of God isn't find out about uh, you, you know speculate about five G, big pharma, whatever uh, the deep state, whatever it is. They it's it's all word. It's the it's it's uh, the the breastplate of righteousness. Trusting. No, no, wait a minute. Breastplate of righteousness is that the right one? Uh, Helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit. Bless, pray, bless, <laughs> uh, bless. <laughs> What's going on, man? Breastplate of righteousness. Is that what it is? Belt of truth, yeah, breastplate truth. of righteousness. Yeah. So yep. that what is that? My protection is the righteousness of Christ. I've got to be. I've got to be, you know, deepening my appreciation of what Christ has done yeah. for me and growing in. That's how, that's the battle. Prayer, yeah. intercession. Pray for our president and the, pray for our uh, leaders of public health policy. Yeah. Uh, instead of speculating about them online, pray for, uh, you know, all the above. So I, I think that's how we do battle. As yeah. a, this other feels like I'm doing something yeah. significant, but you may just be wasting your time at best yeah. and at worst slandering. Uh, people's character. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know Dr. Fauci from Adam. I mean, yeah. well, I would know Adam. He'd be a really old guy with a long beard, a few thousand years old. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't know him. I'm not here to support his character. I don't, I don't know the guy but uh, or anything about him, really. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't think I should be out slandering the guy. You know, yeah. I don't have any credible evidence to be... I, I got enough, enough of my own stuff to be worried about. Right. Some figure out there. So at yeah. any rate, yeah, I'm probably good. going on. But I think it's a substitute. It's good. Going identifying a nefarious power instead of... Mm-hmm. Our struggle's not with flesh and blood. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, that, that's a really interesting point of this could be our substitute for real obedience. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm focusing on a conspiracy theory instead of, you know, have have I been repenting? Have I yeah. been, have I been uh, you know, spending time with the Lord? Have I, you know, uh, it just doesn't seem like those two things really go together. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I'm not making a judgment sure. on anyone. So, right. Um, you but know, they, I'm they sure. often don't. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's good, man. Thanks well, for, last, here's the last thing. I yeah. think we just need a reaffirm. And this is, I really regret not studying and teaching some eschatology sooner. I, like this Sunday, I, there's a section of the passage uh, that I know way less than I know. I mean, I do mm. not understand it. So I'll just be explaining, hey, here's some ideas. It, but it could be something like this, but let's focus on what we know and really yeah. going there. But I, I think it's the approach and the balance. It's not. It's as simple as not believing that... Um, it's as simple as, as understanding apocalyptic literature and believing numbers in apocalyptic literature are rarely... Uh, literal, yeah. uh, and the the classic would be the 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 mark of six yeah. six six. Why w- w- the early, readers of apocalyptic literature would not assume that's that's necessarily literal, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean we don't believe we're we liter- we believe literally the word of God, but we just believe it's to be read uh, as intended. And yeah. you don't read a poem like you read a narrative, and you don't yeah. read a narrative like you read a uh, a letter, yeah. and you don't read a letter like you read apocalyptic literature. They yeah, they function differently. 
And so just knowing some of that, I think, and, and talking more about that, I think would help us not to run down some of the uh, rabbit holes of bad, uh, bad eschatology. Um, but this is a time to strengthen our doctrine of sovereignty, sovereignty, strengthen our view of the lordship of Jesus Christ, strengthen our anticipation of the coming kingdom of God, and use those as tools to combat fear of what's happening in the world, fear of uncertainty, uh, desperation and emptiness of soul during times when we're uh, alone and isolated and, and depressed, understandably, or, or anxious or whatever the case may be. And, but we're looking to the Lord. So I think this is a time to redouble our, our looks at Christ and, and not yeah. speculation. So that's good, man. So that's what I'm thinking. Well, that was a great conversation. Um, you know, it's a topic that, uh, maybe isn't the most approachable, uh, no. but, it's really good conversation. Thank you for raising, uh, raising the issue, man. It's sure. really good. And, um, well, yeah. thank you, Jared. Yeah, man. Well, I'm looking forward to everything coming up at our church. Yeah. You know, ex- excited to, to hear that we're going to be meeting back yeah. together here in a couple weeks, yeah. hopefully. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be great being back together and slowly, but surely things will hopefully get back to normal. You I know? hope so. Yeah. I so. hope so. Yeah. I'm praying, praying for that and praying that there's not a return or a spike and yeah, praying for wisdom. I wasn't just saying it. We do need to be praying for health officials, yeah. governors, uh, state governors, yeah. um, pre- our president, uh, our vice president, who's leading the mm-hmm. uh, sort of task force. Uh, you know, it's easy to criticize and I am very guilty yeah. of criticizing all kinds of public figures. Yeah. Um, and very guilty of that. Yeah. It's it's a lot easier to criticize than to pray. Yeah. And this is really a time where we need God to uh, help help our leaders. Who would want any of their job at this time? Yeah. Know, who would want that? It's For a, sure. So let's let's trust the Lord. And um, anyway, we'll look forward to seeing everybody on video this Sunday. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right, well, take care of yourself. I'll see you again soon. All right. I'll see you. All right, bye bye.